Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's talk to Garth Lagerway, president of Atlanta United. Garth, we've got some time between now and our next match. But you have been making moves, and uh, we've had you on the show the last few weeks, and you've been saying, hey, I want to make us better, I want to make us better. Uh, how do you feel about these moves? And tell us about these players, because Mike and I were talking about this late in the show yesterday. I know one is a designated player, but uh, how do these guys fit into what we're trying to do? Well, the way we look at it is <clears throat> of 10 field players, we got four new starters. So Caleb Wiley moves to left back uh, permanently, uh, and that's going to give us a little bit better balance in terms of front to back. We've given up, you know, we're, we're kind of toward the bottom of the league in terms of goals allowed, toward the top of the league in terms of goals scored. So, we wanted to address that uh, by better balance on the team. And Caleb's a, a pretty good one-on-one defender, so we like that option. Um, we brought in Mayumba as our eight, which is our box-to-box midfielder. Um, that should help maintain possession and protect the center backs in particular um, as we transition the ball. Uh, and he had a good debut the other night. Um, right winger is Saba uh, and uh, our player from Georgia, uh, the country, not the state. And then uh, at left wing, it'll be now be a competition between uh, Derek Etienne and, and uh, Mr. Zande Silva. So, um, you know, four potential new starters, which is about as much as you can do in a summer window. Um, we're excited about these guys, and we think we made the team better. And, Garth, you know, to your credit, we said we want to obviously be competitive. We want to make the playoffs this year. But, there were, you know, you, there were some tweaks, some things that were not working that had to be addressed. And, again, getting guys like Arujo off the payroll and, and moving forward. So, yeah, uh, Saba Lobjanice, I love the name. So, I mean, it was this, what level of a star is he over in Turkey? So, you know, he's a very good player. You know, did well for uh, playing in Denmark, did well playing in Turkey. <clears throat> and I want to stress that, you know, when MLS tweaked the rules uh, a couple of years ago, you know, we have two, what I would call big DPs, real DPs, the Miguel Almiron, right. the Joseph Martinez, you know, that is Almada and Yakubakis for us. Um, okay. They have all these other subcategories, whether you call that a TAM DP and our counting mechanism DP or a U23 DP or a U22 DP. Yeah. You know, you can tie yourself in knots trying to unsort the rest, but just know that, that Samba is a DP because that's the best salary cap math for us. Um, but I don't want to set unreasonable expectations here. Um, okay. When we sent a Rougeau out, a Rougeau was a was a big DP, a full DP, um, and it just didn't work out. Uh, but what was really important to us long term as we build this thing was to keep a full DP spot open um, for whenever uh, Tiago Almada moves on or if he decides to stay with us long term. 
So Thiago is, is in uh, a U23 DP slot. We don't need to get into those details, but suffice to say, by doing it this way, by using this accounting mechanism for Saba, it allows us to keep Thiago Almada as long as we want to. We can roll out the red carpet for him. Uh, he can stay in Atlanta. Um, certainly we're not going to keep him here if he doesn't want to be here, uh, but this gives us now the option to retain him as long as he would like to stay for us. Stay for us. And if he does decide to go, uh, and it's a mutually beneficial transaction, now we can go get any player in the world to replace him. No age restriction, no financial restriction, no restriction at all. Um, so we'd love to build around Thiago, but if we can't, we're going to build around somebody um, that looks and smells and feels like Thiago. Is that some kind of special clause, Garth, the, that you're allowed to do what you're doing? Because I, I, Mike, Mike and I are looking at each other. We, we don't remember Atlanta United doing anything like that in the past, if, even if they had. Uh, I don't recall. But what, what, yeah, what allows you to do that because of, of the rules that have been in place that normally we're familiar with? I don't think it's been that way, or has it? Yeah, look, it, for a long time it was 3DPs. And 3DPs meant 3DPs, meaning meaning it's a hard cap, but three exceptions to that that made it effectively a, so, a soft cap. There are now a whole bunch of new rules that were passed a year ago, uh, right before Atlanta signed the group of under-22 DPs uh, before I got here. Um, and that said, basically, if you have two DPs plus one of these flex categories of DP, you know, which is what I'm calling an accounting mechanism, DPs, uh, then that allows you to have three U22 DPs. So with the disposition that we have on our team, um, the only you know we can only have right now two Miggy Almiron, Joseph Martinez level DPs. So we can't have more than that. If we did, uh, we would not be able to have three of the U22 player uh, DPs on our team. So it, it's, we're getting in the weeds. I understand it. Uh, I wish the rules were clearer. Uh, but suffice right, yeah. to say, this is a move for the long term, um, making sure we, we stabilize the franchise. And we look out for the long-term best interests of Thiago Almada and Atlanta United. No, that's one of the things, Garth, we talked about because the way the business model was set up, obviously it was so great to see Miggy come back with Newcastle. That was amazing. See him score a goal against Chelsea, places go bananas. The idea that, you know, you as a fan, you're pulling for a guy and you get to see him for a few more years, like in the NFL, as for opposed sure. to perhaps moving on. So that's great. On the on the other side of the ledger, we get a chance to talk to you. We get knocked out of the League's Cup. Were you disappointed in that showing down in Miami? It just seems like the, the moment was a bit too big. I, I almost like we were kind of confused why we looked kind of flat in that one with the obviously the Messi show. Yeah, look, what I would say first off, the, the lead is I think the League's Cup is awesome. Uh, the energy in our building when we played Cruz Azul. The energy down in Miami when we played against uh, Lionel Messi and his friends, uh, that was amazing. Two of the best atmospheres we've had all year. Um, really good energy, too, multicultural energy. You know, we want to be the sport that, that brings the world together, brings our community together. You know, very much true uh, in these League Cup games. And so I'm bummed in that sense that we didn't advance because I think we would have played a, a bunch more, a couple more at least, high-energy games. Um, but that said, you know, the Messi performance, let's, let's frame it in what's happened – before and since, right? Uh, before, he, he scored, you know, one of the best goals I've ever seen in the game before, right? And that, that went viral around the world. Right. Um, you know, according, you know, we think <clears throat> we don't have information from Apple, but, you know, hundreds of thousands of people signed up to watch MLS games after he scored that goal. Now, obviously, he dominated us, ripped us apart, but uh, last night he went out and did the same thing again in a rivalry game against Orlando. So, um, you know, it turns out he's pretty good. 
So, yes, he, he, you know, we didn't look great against him. Uh, not shirking that, not running from that. Um, but he's made a couple other folks look pretty bad so far, too, as Miami's off to a really hot start. Um, and obviously somebody's going to have to figure him out at some point. And, and look, maybe, maybe nobody can. Um, but, you know, we need better performances. I was impressed. I was, I was happy with the response after the Miami game. Uh, we came out against Cruz Azul. We competed. Ultimately, we lost in the penalty shootout. But it's that response that was most important in terms of the psyche of the group um, to show that we were not going to lay down. Uh, and now we've got a big game coming against uh, Seattle in a couple weeks. Um, we got some downtime to, to think about things, regroup. Uh, but to be honest, the, the break comes at a pretty good time because we signed, you know, in this last window, we, signed, we added five new players total. Um, I didn't talk about Fiari, who's going to come in as a, a backup to, to Yakamakis, and we'll be able to spell him more often, which I think is going to make Gigi more effective as well. Um, so, you know, we have uh, some optionality, and we got to get these guys visas or work permits, and that's going to take a couple weeks. Then we got to get them integrated. So hopefully we have something resembling – you know, half of or a third of a new team by the time we're playing out in, in Seattle with 10 games left in the season. We talked about getting Arujo off the books. Also, uh, Marcelino Moreno, uh, another piece that comes and goes. Yep. You know, it, look, that's been, you know, a hard part about this that, that's been harder than I thought maybe coming in is, is we had a lot of contracts that needed to get cleaned up. Um, you know, right. Joseph Martinez is probably the most visible one at the beginning of the year. Um, but Alan Franco and Moreno and Arujo and, you know, we've had to dig out from some stuff. So uh, the good news is we're making progress. I think we got one more difficult transfer window where we're going to have to do a lot of work. Uh, but hopefully after that, after uh, next winter, um, we will be all set in terms of uh, full speed ahead uh, in terms of where we want to go going forward. Gotcha. Garth, would you say when you talk about digging out, were some of these guys overvalued and, when you talk about it in that way, it makes it seem as though maybe some of the decisions that were made when we were trying to go all in and win another cup um, yeah, were we, yeah, maybe, maybe backfired a little bit. How, how would you describe that? Because it's interesting you say cleaning some of this up from a financial standpoint. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I wasn't here, and it, it's easy to second-guess decisions after the fact, right? you got a lot more information. So I, I, I don't want to speak to what happened or why it happened or anything, of that, anything like that, but – you know, suffice to say that, that Atlanta won in 2018, and um, they actually had a really good year again in 2019. They won Campione's Cup and won Open Cup. Um, but the last three years have been a little bit rougher. And, and you know, usually that is a sign that some, some decisions might have looked real good at the time, might have been very reasonable at the time, but they didn't work out. And, you know, here we are in a fourth season, and we're doing everything we can to avoid uh, a fourth season without a playoff home game, without a playoff win. Um, because I think that's the bare minimum. I think that's the, the bar that you have to chin every year. Uh, if you're Atlanta United and you have the resources that we have, you have the support from the fans that we do, you play in a building as wonderful, as world-class, maybe the best soccer stadium in the world, um, winning playoff games, holding, hosting, hosting playoff games, that's the bare minimum. And, you know, we, we need to do that, and hopefully we'll get back there this year. Um, but when I talk about cleaning stuff up and resetting the foundation, you know, that's our ambition. You know, and a little bit of a new model for me, I'm sure. I'm positive we're not doing everything the same as we did before. Um, and no doubt there'll be some growing pains with that. But uh, that's what we're pushing through. Now, I appreciate it. It's a no-nonsense breakdown. And it's, you know, it gives clarity to some things we've talked about. And as we said, hopefully things get rolling, man. Nice move. And uh, see, we can't wait to see these guys out there. Thanks, man. We, we appreciate the support. And, and, again, I hope some folks tuned in and got to see some of these cup games. There's a couple more tonight, but that, that tournament, I think, is really going to be awesome long-term. If you guys have 
watch any of the games. I think there's a oh, better yeah. red card in uh, half the game so far between the Mexican American team. So the rivalry is real. Yeah, it's been entertaining. Uh, there's no doubt. I'm with you, Garth. Thanks so much, Garth Lagerway, president of Atlanta United. Guys, we've got a few weeks before our next match, but as he said, good time to get guys acclimated. Appreciate the time. Coming up. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 